Hey everyone, Becky from The Shift Team here, and we're back with a new mini episode to help everyone with some quick listens to get great ideas and tools for gymnastics. Introducing the 2023 Shift Symposium's guest speakers, Nick Ruddock. This week's mini podcast episode is the announcement of our first 2023 Shift Symposium's guest speakers, Nick Ruddock from Great Britain. Nick is a high-performance consultant who has worked with over 22 nations around the world from club all the way to Olympic level. Nick will be presenting on day two of the symposium, sharing his fantastic knowledge of bars with two lectures, discussing everything you need to know about circle skills, in-bar elements, giants, and dismounts. Today's mini-podcast episode is a sneak peek of his symposium lecture from last year's event on the Six Pillars of Acrobatics. Hello there, welcome to this session. My name is Nick Ruddock. I'm going to be talking about the six pillars of acrobatics, which is uh, a concept, a philosophy that I have, which I believe is very, very appropriate to the training of acrobatic elements, whether that's on vault, on floor, um, also relevant dismounting off bars, performing on beam as well. So this session is going to be very philosophical. It's going to place great emphasis on foundational elements and sequences. And hopefully by the end of it, not only will you understand exactly why the six pillars of acrobatics uh, are important to you, you'll know exactly what they are and how you can implement them more or smarter into your program to help, of course, take your athletes' results to the next level, which is, of course, I'm pretty sure what you're after. Okay, so nothing's going to be too high level in terms of the technique here, the intricacies. We're talking about foundational elements, um, but I'm sure you're going to be able to take something away irrespective of what level of coach or what level of experience that you have. Okay, so ultimately what we're talking about with the six pillars of acrobatics is really the low-hanging fruit. These are incredible opportunities for you um, to improve your program by not working on complex skills, not working on things that are hard to reach, but actually um, placing a great emphasis on foundational elements, ones that are relatively simple for us all to integrate within the program, irrespective of what level coach we are, what level of athlete we're working towards. And so really, I describe these elements as being like the low hanging fruit. And it's more often than not that if your athletes are stuck on skills, maybe they're, you know, they've plateaued in their development and they've got a bit of a block stopping them from moving forwards. It's often foundational elements or the improvement of foundational elements, which can help them jump up again to the next level. Sometimes we've got to move a few steps back in order to propel ourselves forwards. That's what I call catapult coaching. You kind of draw the catapult back and then it fires long into the future or far into the future. That's exactly what these foundational elements can do for your athletes. If they're um, taught well, if they're refined, if they have great quality, then they can help your athletes move up to the next level of the higher level skills. It's not normally the higher level skills themselves, which stop the athletes from moving forwards. Okay, so we're talking about the low hanging fruit here, what we call um, foundational elements. And for me to uh, place emphasis on this, it's, it's really good to see what I call here the pyramid of preparation, which is what I believe is the five simple stages of skill acquisition, starting with physical preparation, the broadest base there, and then building on that technical preparation. Then we've got practice, consolidation, and adaptation. Now, 
I'm not going to go into great level of detail about what all those different stages are because we've got a finite number of time here or amount of time to talk about the six pillars of acrobatics. But let's just emphasize these bottom two layers. These two layers, of course, are really the preparation stages. We've got physical preparation. As I mentioned, that's supporting the rest of the pyramid. So it's got to have the broadest base, the strongest foundation. On top of that, we've got technical preparation, which essentially means the drills, the the breakdowns, the preparations that you're using to teach skills. The actual teaching of the element happens at the next stage. That's practice. So it goes without saying that if we haven't established an exceptionally good base of physical preparation and technical preparation, then everything upstream or upwards on that pyramid is also going to suffer, which is exactly why these foundational elements, the low hanging fruit, the six pillars of acrobatics, it's exactly why it's so important to get it right. Okay, if they can't handstand, everything they do acrobatically is also going to suffer. It's very, very important that we bear that in mind. Okay, preparation first. So here we've got a quote that I really like. Um, I'm into my food. And this is uh, a quote from a French chef, a famous French chef. And he said, if you've got extraordinary bread and extraordinary butter, it's hard to beat bread and butter. You know, something so simple as bread and butter, but with the finest, highest quality ingredients, it's just something which is amazing to eat. And I have to agree personally, hope you do too. But the message here is about the power of high level ingredients, a raw resource. In this case, think of a handstand, for example, or a hollow hold or an arch hold and how important they are in gymnastics. Those three shapes are arguably the most important shapes in gymnastics, but just think about how many skills they're going to impact. So, so many throughout the athlete's journey, which is why we've got to make sure that they are refined and with really good quality. Now, I've just come back from uh, Rome and I was there for, for four or five days with my fiance and we had a fantastic time. And whilst I was there, of course, I ate a decent amount of food. And the whole concept of Italian cooking is exactly what I'm talking about now. It's about using a finite number of really high quality ingredients to create a masterpiece. You know, something as simple as, as pasta um, or the freshness of tomatoes with, with basil or basil, depending on where you're, where you're from watching this, you know, salt, pepper, garlic, like basic raw ingredients. But what they can do with that is absolutely phenomenal. And that's the way I like to think about coaching as well, particularly in our technical sport, gymnastics. I want us to take raw ingredients, basic ingredients, but of the highest quality and create a masterpiece. And that's your handstands, your hollow holds, your arch holds, your back extension rolls to handstands, things that we consider basic and foundational, but are very, very important to us. So are you creating your masterpiece? Now, it's very important that we don't let the uh, the phrase, one that I'm repeating today, foundational, um, kind of mislead us into thinking that these skills are easy because they're not. Okay, And there's certainly a difference between something that's simple and something that's easy. I would say a handstand is pretty simple for us to understand. It's easy for us to um, to correct, to see the mistakes doesn't mean it's easy for the athlete to perform. In fact, there's a lot of different intricacies within the handstand itself, that, you know, pointing the toes, straighten the legs, tipping the pelvis under, um, making sure the, the ribs are pulled in, having a neutral head position, extension of the upper body, fingertip control on the floor, alignment, balance, strength and capacity. 
There's so much in a handstand. It's not really a technical skill. It's not very advanced. There's far more advanced skills out there, but it's not easy. So it's very, very important that just because these six elements that I'm going to share shortly are considered foundational skills that everything else branches off doesn't mean that they're simple to perform. Okay. All right. Moving on with the next slide. So this is really a battle of the basics. And I think when you go to competitions, particularly compulsory competitions, what you're really doing is competing on basics. This is certainly true for the younger athletes, you know, pre-junior level. Battle of the basics is what's taking place. Who's got the best quality of work? And it's obviously not just relevant about what they can do when they're nine years old. It's much more relevant about what they do later on in their career. But the um, quality of performance later on in their in their career will be very much determined by the quality of their basics when they were younger. So you're competing, um, competing on basics, not only at the beginning, but all the way through their career, which is, again, why it's so important and why I'm placing so much emphasis on what these uh, basic elements are. And here they are. These are the six pillars of acrobatics in no particular order, but these are what I believe are your absolutely key acrobatic elements to get as close to perfection on as possible because so many other skills um, and sequences and combinations will derive from these six pillars. So in no particular order, we've got the round off, we've got then a handspring or fly spring. Uh, some places call that a bounder, a two-footed takeoff for the, for the handspring. We've then got a, a back handspring or a flick if you're in the UK. We've got a whip or a tempo salto. You might refer to that as a tempo in Europe. And then we've got a somersault backwards and some somersault forwards. These are your six pillars of acrobatics. Now, I told you this is simple, right? But it's amazing how few coaches are placing enough emphasis on making sure that these skills are incredibly well performed, okay? Meticulous detail, because these are actually very technical. You know, doing a round off correctly is incredibly technical. So it's very, very important that you spend the right amount of time getting these skills right for your athletes, you know, particularly because these are athletes or skills that are going to last forever. Okay, so those are your six pillars. And I like to refer to these as your non negotiables. Okay. You can't negotiate these skills. A poor round off will impact so much. A poor back handspring will impact so much. A poor backward somersault will impact so much. You can't negotiate on that. You can't compromise your standards for those elements. I'm hoping I'm placing enough emphasis on this so that you clearly get the message. And I'm sure many of you, of course, are aware of this already, but it's always good to have a reminder, right? If you want to hear the rest of this lecture, you can access it on the SHIFT website. The 2023 SHIFT Symposium runs from Friday, June 23rd to Sunday, June 25th, where you can learn everything you need to know about gymnastics medical care, gymnastics coaching, and gymnastics strength and conditioning. So don't miss out. Head over to shiftmovementscience.com. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to that episode. I hope that you really enjoyed it and got a lot of value out of it. I just want to let you know before we sign off here that a couple things we'd love for you to do. So one is please just make sure that you rate and review the podcast on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher, wherever you're listening, because that really does help the episode grow quite a bit. And then second, if you really enjoyed this episode, we would love if you left us a review as well and told us what you liked about it. You know, what information was useful, what things were not useful, would you like to know more about, what guests you want to have on in the future. And then also as you kind of go about your day, if you found something really useful, just 
just toss it up on social media. We love to hear from people on Instagram or Twitter or, you know, all the different websites that they're using for social media. Facebook is great too. But yeah, let us know what you like because honestly, the podcast comes from people who just tell us what they're finding useful and that's how we create the next set of content. So yeah, tag us in the podcast or tag us online, whatever you're doing it and uh, let us know what you think. Thanks.